This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Both U.S. Senators for Alabama are condemning the recent decision by four justices on the Colorado Supreme Court. Those four justices decided to disqualify Donald Trump from having his name put on the 2024 primary ballot in that state. The court cited the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment as the reason why that amendment was put in place after the Civil War to keep military members who were part of the Confederacy out of public office. Senator Tommy Tuberville called the decision from the justices an attack on democracy. Senator Katie Britt expressed confidence that Trump's appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court will result in the Colorado court decision being overturned. Other members of Alabama's congressional delegation have also thrown their support behind Trump and against this latest move to interfere with the election. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall has joined 18 other AGs in filing an amicus brief in a case being brought against Donald Trump by special counsel Jack Smith. The brief opposes the request coming from Smith to speed up the appeals process so that it can start in March of 2024, which would be right before the primary voting in several states, including Alabama. Last week, Smith sought to expedite review of Trump's appeal to this case in which Trump is citing his presidential immunity. The 19 AG say that Smith's request should be denied by the courts since he didn't present a legitimate reason to depart from the standard appeals process. The briefing also refers to statements made by Joe Biden in 2022 that Trump would never become president again, and they suggest that Smith is playing a major part in election interference at the behest of Biden. Yesterday, the Daily Detail reported on a lawsuit out of Tennessee against the financial asset management firm BlackRock. That lawsuit was launched by the Tennessee Attorney General, Jonathan Scrimetti, for BlackRock giving out mixed messages and conflicting priorities to investors with their push for ESG policies rather than fiduciary goals of getting the highest return on investments. Now an Alabama lawyer and economist is weighing in on this case. Alan Mendenhall of Troy University's Economy Center says that the Tennessee lawsuit could really pull back the curtain so that consumers see how they have been misinformed or not informed at all in order to make a proper decision on their investments. Mendenhall says BlackRock has been able to hide its actual practices in the dark for too long. A.G. Scrimetti says BlackRock claims to be focused on returns for its stakeholders, but at the same time claims to be giving special consideration to environmental issues, and Scrimetti says it can only be one or the other. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall is announcing a $700 million settlement for the state of Alabama and 49 other states. The settlement comes after a lawsuit was filed against Google for its Google Play Store. The lawsuit accuses Google of monopolizing the market by getting its apps preloaded onto Android devices and then buying off app developers within competing companies, as well as creating technological barriers to keep consumers from accessing and downloading other apps. Marshall says this settlement holds Google accountable and makes a strong statement to big tech companies to comply with the laws, and those laws are intended to provide a free market and fair treatment of consumers. The National Transportation Safety Board has released a preliminary finding on a plane crash that happened in Elkmont at the beginning of December. The two people on board were both killed in the crash. They are identified as 67-year-old pilot Bill Houston and 31-year-old flight instructor Nicole Desai. The twin-engine aircraft crashed 22 minutes after takeoff from the Huntsville International Airport. The flight instructor was recorded by air traffic controllers calling out a mayday. The flight then went into a spin and crashed near Highway 127. The Alabama Law Enforcement Agency is releasing its 12 days of safety ahead of two major holidays here in the nation. Aliyah says that in 2023, there have been 4,000 traffic crashes with 154 lives lost. The 12 days of safety is to ensure that families make it to their holiday destination safe and sound. 
Aaliyah says to be sure and check tire inflation, antifreeze liquid levels, oil, brakes, lights, and hazard lights before heading on a trip. Also be aware of your also be aware of your speed levels on the highway and don't forget to buckle up. If there's any help needed alongside the highway, call 911. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, NBC News is reporting on the recent meeting that Joe Biden had with Chinese communist dictator Xi Jinping. This is all coming off of accounts from several witnesses from both the U.S. and China sides. Xi Jinping apparently told Biden that Taiwan will become part of mainland China. The timing has just not been decided as to when. Xi Jinping also said that he would prefer to take over Taiwan peacefully rather than by force. That meeting occurred in California on November 15th, if you'll remember. That was when California Governor Gavin Newsom cleaned up the San Francisco streets that had been full of homeless people, tents, trash, feces, drug paraphernalia, and overall filth. Newsom was able to crack the whip and get that done in order to impress a Chinese communist dictator, but never bothered to clean things up and show respect to all the taxpaying residents in that city. But I am digressing on the issue. The White House has not negated those statements from Xi Jinping. The National Security Council spokesman John Kirby was asked about the comments and he declined to reveal specifics between the two leaders, but he did say that China's desire to reunify with Taiwan is nothing new. The Colorado Republican Party is willing to try something new, especially since the state Supreme Court just disqualified Donald Trump from being on the presidential primary ballot. They say he's an insurrectionist. The Colorado GOP leadership now says they find the ruling absurd and they will simply change their system of choosing a candidate in order to circumvent the intentions of those justices. The Colorado GOP says they'll move to a caucus system, as is done in Iowa, in order to allow voters to choose the candidate they want on the presidential ballot for that party. Trump's campaign is already in the process of appealing this decision to the U.S. Supreme Court. Reaction from lawyers and constitutional experts are simply pouring in over this latest decision from Colorado. Many of those who are criticizing the court's ruling are not even big fans of Donald Trump, but they still believe this decision is bad for democracy. Former National Security Advisor John Bolton has had quite the conflict with Trump in the past. He even spoke about it on CNN. The idea that uh, 50 different state courts can, can decide a question involving the highest elective office in the executive branch, interpreting the federal constitution as to what constitutes an insurrection against the federal government uh, is, is incoherent. And I think uh, undoubtedly the Supreme Court's going to have to clear that up. In terms of what the framers of the 14th Amendment meant, uh, I, I, think, I think it's quite clear that the radical Republicans in Congress who wanted to suppress the secessionist advocates and governments of the southern states that succeeded would not provide on this critical question of uh, the offices that, that are going to be denied to people who broke their oath to the United States, that you're going to put decision-making authority on that in the hands of the states, including the former secessionist states. That, if that was their intention, they were... They were delusional when they did it. So I'd be willing to bet a small amount of money here that the Supreme Court, uh, if it gets to the merits of this, if it has to, uh, will reverse. There's, there's no other logical way you can uh, apply this, and, and it would sow chaos in elections as far as the eye could see. One of the dissenting judges in this ruling, Chief Justice Brian Boatwright, wrote in his opinion that the other justices are sowing chaos throughout the country. Boatwright said that Trump did not receive a fair trial in this matter. And Boatwright says he's been working in the justice system for 33 years. And what he just saw happen in the state Supreme Court does not bear any resemblance to other cases that he has witnessed. 
Attorney Mike Davis is a big proponent for Trump, and he's also the founder of the Article 3 Foundation and a practicing attorney in the state of Colorado. He spoke on the Benny Johnson podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's only a crime to object to elections in third world Marxist hellholes. You are allowed to object to elections in America. It is allowed by the Electoral Count Act of 1887. Democrats objected to Republican wins in 1968, 2000, 2004, and 2016, do you see Al Gore and John Kerry and Hillary Clinton in jail? Hillary Clinton is still bitching and moaning about the Russians stealing the election. She's not in jail, right? So they're trying to put President Trump in jail for objecting to an election, which he's allowed to do under federal statute. He's also allowed to twist arms politically under the First Amendment. Unless you have evidence that Trump incited a riot On January 6th, there is nothing for which you can charge him. North Carolina Congressman Tom Tillis is already writing up legislation that would bar any federal funds for election administration from being sent to a state that is abusing the interpretation of the 14th Amendment. Tillis says that left-wing activists are making a mockery of the political system by this effort to remove Trump from the ballot. The legislation he is offering will change language within the Help America Vote Act of 2002. It places the U.S. Supreme Court as the sole jurisdiction to decide when Section 3 of the 14th Amendment should be applied to a candidate. That is the section that's dealing with insurrectionists, as defined from the Civil War era when that amendment was made. House Speaker Mike Johnson seems to be in agreement with Tillis and his bill. Johnson released a statement saying that, regardless of political affiliation, every citizen registered to vote should not be denied the right to support and vote the leading candidate within their party. Harvard President Claudine Gay is not off the hot seat yet. The U.S. House is now looking into the writings belonging to Gay. The chairwoman of the House Education Committee, Congresswoman Virginia Fox of Virginia, is now posing questions to Harvard University about their standard of academic integrity as applied to faculty members and whether it's the same standard that's being applied to their students. Fox indicated that federal funds to Harvard are contingent upon their accreditation, and that accreditation is contingent upon them complying with the New England Commission of Higher Education. That commission has a standard that universities deal swiftly with cheating and plagiarism. The Harvard president is facing accusations of plagiarism in her doctoral dissertation. The plagiarism by Gay was first detailed by the Manhattan Institute and involves the use of 20 authors in Gay's 11 academic papers. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.